0: Stoner Chicks. Stoner Chicks. Stoner Chicks. Stoner Chicks. Well, welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. Well, I'm Stephanie Thompson. <laughs> well, I'm Grace Penzel. And why?
1: I'm Kayla Teal.
0: Yeah, we're all here having a good time on the Stoner Chicks podcast, but you might be noticing there's someone missing.
1: Yeah, we're a little...
0: Where's she gone? Who we a-hunting for? It's the P to the H to the O to the E to the B to the E. The
1: Phoebes. Phoebe. (laughs) We're lacking a Phoebe this week, and we miss her, but she's out having a good old time. And we can hold down the fort, right, guys?
2: Yeah, we could. We can hold down the fort. We could do it. <laughs> While she's watching, F nine, fast and feistier
1: nine. Forever, forever feisty and fast nine. <laughs> forever,
0: ferociously, feverishly, fantastically, fungry, the the fungry fungry hippo five. <laughs> Nine.
1: Nine. Five, fifty Five nine. nine. The fungry, fungry, <laughs> fifty nine.
0: I got it right. It's a fast F nine movie.
2: Honestly, why isn't fungry already in my lexicon?
0: It's when you're fucking hungry. I, I am hungry. I'm not hangry. I'm fungry. <laughs> or it's if you're got- just hungry for mushrooms. Fun-gry. Oh.
1: Some fun-hungry.
0: <laughs> or fun-hungry. <laughs> you want really fun snacks, like things that Grace makes in the kitchen. Ooh, yeah. Uh, things that I make in the kitchen. I'm
2: so fucking baked. I smoked, like, a whole Falcana orange blossom joint just
1: now. Oh, I'm glad you're smoking so- your favorite Washington weed. That makes me so happy. My favorite Washington weed. Jeff brought me joints and... uh God love him. Go, Jeff. <laughs> we love us some Jeff. Yeah, Jeff did all of our tech for our 420 Twitch stream. We had so much fun. And that he did a such a good fun. job.
0: Well, speaking of, like, internet stuff, we got some news.
1: Oh, oh yeah, we do.
2: I'll do the drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's here's the drum roll. Brr.
0: Uh, that's right, folks. Stoner Chicks has an official website. StonerChicksPodcast.com. Ta-da!
1: Ta-da! E-dee. StonerChicksPodcast.com. We have a freaking website, which is cool. Um, a new feature we have, because we have a website, is we technically have an email list now, which we don't really have any emails to send, but you can sign up. I'll fucking, I'll fucking send some emails, I
2: if- <laughs> I get fucking down on some emails. If you really? want to
0: subscribe to Grace's crazy shit,
1: I'll, sign on up.
2: I'll do, I'll do pictures, fonts, colors. It'll be it'll be a wacky time. <laughs>
1: uh, I'll sign up for the email list right after this. <laughs> now I'm sold. But really, Kayla, the website looks so good. You did a really good job. Thank you. I made it with like a template that was for a pop star. <laughs> was was there an example pop star and what was her name i think her name was eva star and i accidentally forgot to take her name out of the copyright thing at the bottom so it says copyright eva (laughs) star you have to leave it now perfect
2: it's canon (laughs) unless we're accidentally actually handing a copyright over to
1: this fictional woman i hope not I don't think she's real. There must have been like <laughs> an actor that got booked a photo shoot to be Eva Star for for wix.com. Dude, how, how do I become a template model? That sounds so good. Yeah, That would be a good gig. You'd probably get paid well, and no one would ever recognize you on the street unless they were like, "Eva Star? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you Eva Star? <laughs> From wix.com?
2: Do you guys ever fall in love with an internet assistant? And by that, I mean, Clippy. Like, you know, like, like Clippy or Jeeves or Have we Bing. fallen in
1: love? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Have you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I don't know, man.
0: I can help you open up that Word document, Grace.
2: Oh. You don't need Clippy. Yeah, see? Yeah, it's... Clippy's hot, right? <laughs> okay. So uh, so that's where we lie with all that. You're going to um, get
0: sent some really weird Clippy erotica fan art, I think.
1: If it exists, Look, it if exists. If you want if to cater
2: exists. Clippy art to my fantastical hankerings. <laughs> this is horrible what I'm saying. What I'm saying out of my mouth is horrible. <laughs> no, it's not. Clippy, is, his friends and family will understand. Yeah, this is very tongue in cheek. I'm not actually in love with a paperclip. <laughs> I'm
1: just, I'm just saying.
0: I'm glad we got that out of the way.
1: You got scared. You're like, I don't want anyone to think I'm really in love with a paperclip.
2: I don't know. I've said a lot of, I've said a lot of shit on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, um, well. Speaking
1: of uh, missing Phoebe, you guys are gonna see her soon, huh? Oh yeah, we've got some big plans tomorrow night, and I wish you were gonna be with us so bad, Grace. We're staying in a cannabis-friendly treehouse, like like a treehouse resort that is for stoners, basically. <sighs>
2: What? Wait, okay. Four star? It's like a
1: fancy tree house? Oh no, not four star. Four stoners. <laughs> it, it gets four out of five stoners on the <laughs> scale. If I
0: could bore through the earth and send a little tunnel down to you, I would. So you could come up and join us.
1: Oh, like at the bank. <laughs> yeah. What? Like,
0: Like you're trapped. I don't oh. know. <laughs>
1: We wish we could teleport you to Yeah, the I, want, I want you to
0: teleport you here.
2: I would love to teleport there. Uh, I would also like to go through a tunnel. Are you thinking like pneumatic tubes? Yeah, like a like,
0: tube or like a really fast elevator or something, but it's like an underground elevator thing. Oh my thing. god.
2: I would love to have, yeah, like a moving walkway. Yeah. And just fucking go through America underground. That actually sounds terrifying, but if you were on the other end of it, I would do it.
0: Mm-hmm. And you'd only have to, like, fight maybe three crab people. On the way. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like I'm talking a lot. What about this uh, rainforest house? Is it, on, is it on top of the world? Do you
1: have to, like, climb a ladder to get up there? I have
0: absolutely no clue.
1: I think it's more like steps up into it made of trees. I don't know. We'll report back next week on how it goes. And maybe we'll we'll take, you know, pictures and videos and maybe we could even do like an Instagram live from in there if we have internet. Anyway, I, I'll, I'll, I'll uh,
2: like watch something whimsical in the evening in honor of you guys being out there. Oh man, well, and isn't it going to be, is tonight the full moon or is tomorrow the full moon?
1: I think it's tonight, Thursday. Okay. There's still going to be some moon vibes going on. Oh yeah. I hope there's full moon vibes. I think there will be. Well, anyway, we'll report back on that and uh now I guess it's time for some weed in the news. <gasps> weed in the news. Do, 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 do. do we don't we have like a really good sound effect for that? Yeah, Shari will play it here. All right, my first weed in the news is from USA Today, an article by Eleanor Asprigren about my home state of Connecticut, which legalized cannabis this week. Woo! Wow! Yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay! Yeah. Pew, pew! Connecticut. <laughs> Good job, Connecticut. The article is titled, We Can Get It Right, With Connecticut Recreational Marijuana Use Has Now Been Legalized in Nearly Half the U.S. That's an uplifting title. Nearly half of the country weed is legal in now. That's excellent. It's so
2: fucking great, and it feels like it happened super fast.
1: I, uh, maybe because, I don't know. I mean, everyone's economies are, I'm guessing, all over the country are struggling after this last year. So, maybe that's something that helped push it along. People are like, ugh, oh, we need our weed money.
0: Maybe. I could see that. It's a good industry. I mean, it, it makes, it's made our state got a lot of money, for tax money off of that. We taxed the crap out
1: of it. Yeah, I think maybe billions. <laughs> I want to yeah. say $1 billion. $1 billion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Connecticut became the 19th state to legalize recreational use of marijuana Tuesday when government, governant- Net- governor, Ned Lamont, I messed that up last time I read it when Governor Ned Lamont signed a highly anticipated bill which hopes to address racial inequities stemming from the nation's war on drugs. He said, uh, we, had to ch- we had a chance to learn from others, and I think we've got it right here in the state of Connecticut, said Lamont, referring to the multi-year effort to finally pass a legalization bill during a ceremony at the state capitol. Maybe we weren't the first, but we were the first, I think, to show that we can get it right, He said, C O so he's just
0: see I spell right T <laughs> I don't think so <laughs>
2: What we're spelling now? Oh no
0: no I just was trying to do it. Like you know how in high school you shout oh. out you, you spell C-O-N-N-E-C- out
1: C O N N E C T I T C U C U T I don't know if I got it T T Connecticut.
0: I was saying Proud of Connecticut, but does sound kind of braggadoso. Bright bragioso? Yeah, braggioso. This guy's a
1: little bit of a a politician. <laughs> and I don't think people generally like this guy. Um uh Stinky Ned. I was wondering about him. Stinky Ned Lamont. <laughs> You can- I think we should ju- we should just start shitting on politicians <laughs> out of pocket. And you can quote me on that. Stinky Ned. <laughs> <laughs> he smells like an old sponge. Yeah. Stinky Stephanie Ned. Stephanie Thompson of Stoner Chicks Podcast said, Ned Lamont of Connecticut smells like an old sponge. <laughs> yep. Quote me on that. Oh, man. All right. Sorry. We're high today. I'm not well... (laughs) Okay, so anyway, can I get legalized? (laughs) They're putting a lot of great provisions in their bill, or they did. It's passed. Um, It says that they're setting aside 50% of licenses for equity applicants, uh, business licenses for dispensaries, uh, which include residents of communities that have been disproportionately affected by drug-related crimes and high unemployment, Also, up to 75% of revenue will be dedicated toward equity efforts and community reinvestment, the group said. Um, They're also, uh, in addition to Montana, Michigan, New York, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia, uh, Connecticut is among um, the only states that automatically clear marijuana convictions with um, conditions. Arizona begins expungements next month. Um, But Connecticut, they are clearing all... Marijuana convictions from January first, two thousand through September thirtieth, twenty fifteen, which I think is when they decriminalized it. So Oh, that makes sense. I I hope a lot of people get out of jail
2: because of this.
1: I know. I would really love to see see numbers on that. Like how many people get to go home to their families um, due to this yeah. bill.
2: And you know, I mean <laughs> got to think that some of it is lip service like these politicians just trying to look good and how is it actually going to go but i just
1: i really hope that at least some good comes of it yeah me too and speaking of lip service my next article is from politico <laughs> by shannon young and the title is delays in cannabis nominations may stall recreational sales in new york um so new yorkers are looking to purchase a looking to purchase adult-use marijuana at one of the state's upcoming recreational dispensaries may have to wait at least 18 months, if not longer, because of political jockeying over leadership of the state's fledgling cannabis industry. Um, Is fledgling like a baby? Yeah. Yeah, like a fledgling bird (laughs) Bird. is like like all floppy. Can't quite (laughs) fly yet. So that's what their cannabis industry is right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So TLDR on this article, this is... um, About how Andrew Cuomo, you know, the bill went through in New York to legalize cannabis, and he's really stalling on naming someone to be head of the cannabis board. Like, he brought somebody up that everyone was like, not him. And so he went back to the drawing board picked (laughs) someone else, and everyone was like, not him either. And so he was like, fine, I'm leaving office and, like, going on vacation or whatever. So he's take a lot of lip service about legalizing weed and he's not really making it actually a priority um and senator liz krueger a manhattan democrat and mrta the name of the bill sponsor in an interview just dragged him and basically the rest of the article (laughs) is her just saying really um thinly veiled uh comments about how much he's shitting the bed right now so She said, I think he's still quite ambiguous about the state moving forward, despite the fact that he negotiated the bill and he signed the bill. Uh, But Kruger, (laughs) who had, I just love these quotes, who had long, Kruger long pushed for marijuana legalization in Albany said she doesn't, quote, know that the governor has actually been born again around any of these issues. After his previous opposition to cannabis legalization, she argued that despite Uh. Cuomo's advocacy for recreational recreational cannabis in recent years, behind the scenes, things have been less straightforward. She said, it was like the Charlie Brown in the football for me to deal with them (laughs) on Adult Recreational, where he would make grand statements in his state of the state speeches that were going to do recreational marijuana. That we were going to do recreational marijuana. Everybody would get all excited that it was going to happen. And then he would call us together for one meeting and draw lines at the sand that were going to be so impossible that we knew he wasn't serious. She said in an interview. And a year. Oh, my And a year would go by. <laughs> and another year would go by. <laughs> and another year would go by. And again, Charlie Brown <laughs> and the fucking football. Um, so, anyway, that's <laughs> her vibe, I feel like. <laughs> so, um... The next thing she says, finally, and amazingly, I think because he was preoccupied with other legal problems for himself, we actually moved the bill through that we wanted, Kruger said. So basically she's saying because of his sexual harassment claims and allegations, oh. that that is the only reason they were able to push the bill through. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Which my, my I have a good friend in New York and I texted him the day of legalization and that was the first thing he said. He's like, yeah, all you got to do is have your... Governor be a fucking creep and then you can legalize weed. Wow. And this, that's why this is her pretty much confirming that. Um it was kind of like a okay, everybody look over there kind of a thing. Politics is so crazy, it's like any old shit
2: bag can just get up in there and like take power. It's so wild.
1: Yeah. Speaking of any old shit bag, my next um <laughs> article is uh, from cnn business and it's by brian fung and i also read a blog post about about this from tom angel on marijuana moment.net which i think is his blog um the title is amazon changes employee policies for time off marijuana so the (laughs) egg is amazon but this article is um actually kind of interesting so amazon announced tuesday it supports the federal legalization of marijuana and that the company is revising a controversial workplace policy critics say has been used to keep employees working at a breakneck pace. In a blog post, uh, well, so anyway, TLDR, um, Amazon is going to stop drug testing people for weed, they announced. Wow. So up until now, they've, you know, if you get a job at Amazon, like in the warehouse or driving or, I don't know about the corporate side of things, but um, they drug test you and if you have weed in your system you don't get the job basically and they've completely backpedaled on that they're not going to do that anymore they're still going to drug test for people who drive like vehicles basically or if like you get in an accident like in a work vehicle um they will drug test you after that but they're not going to make that a condition of employment anymore
2: that, uh, yeah, because they're running short on like underpaid workers and they need to open it up so that they can get more people, more bodies in there, right? So they're like, well, let's stop t- testing them for weed. We can hire more people.
1: I don't know. I just always assume Amazon's intents are evil. <laughs> oh, it, I think they are. This, I, I got excited when I first read this, but. They were getting a lot of lawsuits from people they had fired for failing drug tests. Yeah, it's all about money. Yeah, and also, so they are now officially lobbying for weed legalization at the federal level. They, like, just announced that, um, which made me really Whoa. excited because I was like, oh, great. Um, that means that, I mean, the most powerful corporation in the country is might be the thing that finally does it. But you know they have ulterior motives and you know they're just trying to become a weed delivery service.
2: That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Amazon is going to just fucking try to sell, just going to sell weed. They're going to grow and sell weed. That's it. Fuck.
1: No, we can't let that happen. You guys, what are we going to do? We're just not going to buy weed from Amazon, you guys. All right, everyone listening at home, <laughs> let's let's support them getting it through federally. And then let's never... Get our weed delivered to us by Amazon. Ever. Can we all agree? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be so, that's just so sad to me. It makes me want to cry, man. Yeah, but it also could be the thing that finally does it. It really could.
0: Yeah. Why? What do you think, Steph? Uh, I just, fuck Amazon, man. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, man. I like, I I know they have a lot of strings that they can pull and it could be beneficial. But I think they're like Kayla was saying, there's ulterior, like both you guys are saying, ulterior motives. And I just, in the long run, I think, fuck Amazon, fuck them. But I would love to see it federally being changed. And so people in the, because you said Connecticut was only the 19 states. So that still means there's over 20 states that still need to be you know have their come to Jesus moment. So
2: and there's people everywhere who need to fucking have medication and be able to just live their lives and Well, tolerate- access that
0: medication without fear of going to prison.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. like yeah. Or actually end up going to prison. Yeah. Yeah. So. And on that note, why don't we take a smoke break? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, enjoy your break. <laughs> Welcome to your smoke break. I'm here to announce that next week's episode will be a bit of a break from our typical programming. Next week, the podcast will be hosted by Dopium, the country's premier all-male cannabis-friendly improv troupe. Featuring our stoner bro alter egos, Thomas, Thomas, Hoagie, and Hoagie's little brother, Blake. We hope you'll welcome the dopium boys with open arms as we've given them free reign to do whatever they want on the show next week. Here's a clip to give you an idea of what to expect.
0: Oh, God,
2: imagine how much it would hurt to have your dick in a grinder. Oh, Oh, no, no, no. Bummer,
0: bummer. bummer. Oh,
2: my dick hurts thinking about it. Uh, I, I think... Okay, Th- thanks for listening to our improv game. Uh, Wait, what's the next thing you guys... Oh, time to smash that weed. Rip that bloob.
1: it, Ayoo. So yeah, those are the boys. We know you'll be in great hands next week, and we will resume your typical programming the following week. And now, back to the show.
0: Well, that was our smoke break. Welcome back to Stoner Chicks. And now we're going to do a little story time, <laughs> story hour, with the three of us. Um, and I thought it would be fun to maybe talk about maybe some stories of us smoking weed internationally.
2: I think it and- would definitely be fun to definitely talk about.
0: So get your get your tea <laughs> and... Um, Make your, you know, delicacies from, <laughs> from countries you've traveled abroad to, and pull up a chair, and listen to us talk about smoking weed. Uh, how would I start? Yes. From the far off land, the far far off land of Vancouver, Canada. Ah, all right, one, two, three. You
2: may begin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's how this story time works. That's how it works. We
0: are owls in a rocking chair. Yes, and I have a little pipe. So pull up, little owlets. (laughs) I have a story to tell. I I I don't want to tell it all in this voice. So I'm gonna go back to normal voice. Uh, So uh, way back when, when I was about, I think I was 20 years old. It's only about. Seven years ago, um, <laughs> uh, I worked as a Girl Scout camp lifeguard. Oh, my God, fun. And I have a lot of funny stories from that time just of just craziness. But I made some great friends. And one of the things about Girl Scout camp, I don't know if they did this everywhere, but we got a lot of international students. Um, So I had friends from like England and Wales and Iceland and South Africa and New Zealand and Australia That all were shipped over to be Girl Scout camp counselors. And so since me being kind of the local, I took some of them up to Vancouver for one of our four-day breaks. And we were just having a good time, going to clubs, drinking as 19, 20-year-olds do in Vancouver. And then the night was rolling around, and we were just going to go to find our hotel and go to bed. And I couldn't remember where our hotel was. And I run into this, like, and this is like three in the morning, and I run into this like old lady, and she's wearing like this, you know those little sweatshirts that come with the collars sewed in, and they usually have mm-hmm. some puff paint, like kitty cats or songbirds, or it's a Christmas setting or oh, something yeah. like that. So she had one of those shirts on, and she's just like this nice little old lady, and I go up to her and I was like, "Hey, do you know where this hotel is?" And she goes, "She goes, no, but do you want some weed?" <laughs> <laughs> and I remember going hmm and this is back in the day where weed was not legal in Canada nor was it legal in Washington Uh, and so I didn't even think of bringing it over the border so we didn't have any and I was like huh okay I'll buy it off you and I shit you guys not it was the best fucking weed I've ever smoked in my life What? (laughs) I think it was laced with something in retrospect oh oh god (laughs) But I had a really great trip. I, we went back to the hotel and I smoked it. And I remember laying back on the hotel bed just having this, like, this vision quest almost. Wow. And waking up from it, like, a few hours later and going, that was one of the best trips on weed I've ever had. Which makes me think that maybe it was a little bit more than weed in hindsight.
2: Or maybe it was just fucking magic and that woman was, like a spirit or something.
0: I think she was like or some yeah, Canadian, you know, <laughs> cat lady witch and uh she like she sprinkled in a little cat fur and a little yeah. magic and like I I got high as fuck. Hell yeah.
2: Have you ever like been in a house of a friend or something where there's like a lot of animals and you like go to look at a nug and you're like, "Oh, look at these" these sick terpenes like you know like look at how how that's, beautiful that's these trichomes hair. are and then you're like oh <laughs> nope that's a hair
0: <laughs> but that's my one that's, that's my one funny. story of smoking exotically i've smoked in other countries but that's my craziest international that sounds
2: amazing.
0: pot smoking story
2: that's wild, Kayla. What What would you do if that woman came up to you and said to give you weed?
1: I mean, I I would love to get weed from a little old lady you with can't, a puff paint at three shirt. in the morning. Yeah, you can't yeah. say no
0: to her. And it looked and it looked like weed. It smelled like weed. <laughs> it was definitely a risk, but it was a risk my twenty year old self was willing to take. And it turned out okay. Think. That I was no
2: for my story. I was three, two, one, go. Oh. <laughs> for my story, I was nineteen years old, and it takes place in Europe. So, when I was nineteen, I took a year off after high school to get my shit together before I went to college. Good for you. Yeah, it was a it was a sort of like mm, not really optional sort of taking year off, <laughs> 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 but. But still, I had like gotten to the point where I like wanted to go and a family friend of ours lives in the south of France and offered to let me hang out there and kind of use it as a base for a couple months. So I got to have this amazing experience and met my friend in Barcelona and we were going to be taking a train to Nice, which is on the Mediterranean in France. And, um it was like the day before we were leaving and we were like fully dressed in our street clothes and like went onto the beach and just like sat there. And there were like all of these guys that would walk around selling, um, like, uh, Clara, like beer, lemonade, like shandy things and water and whatever. And they would just like walk around selling it. And some, my, my friend had told me that you could get stuff. So a guy came, one guy comes and is like like asked if we want water and we were like no like mota like we didn't even know how to ask for weed and and he like came over and he was like what do you want you want hashish like da 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 and i, and I was like uh yeah like h- how much money and he said 40 and then he like tossed a just like tossed it he's like open your purse and tossed a brick of hash into my purse <laughs> Just like full daylights on the mi- in the middle of our the beach. I think we even had our suitcases with like ridiculous.
1: What kind of and... drug dealer doesn't at least put the drugs in little baggies?
2: No 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 it was in a bag.
1: Oh, I thought you just put the, <laughs> the raw brick in your purse like you
2: That would be wild. (laughs) Um, No, he had it prepared. But then we were like, okay, thank you. And then he was like, do you need anything else? Like heroin, (laughs) cocaina? And we were like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We're good. And so then we got on a train and the border from spain to france and i had hash in my bag and it was one in the morning and like when we got to the border and you know the guys come on to like check your passports and i looked out and they had a bunch of like cocker spaniels and i was like i was like freaking out and my friend was like just relax just like just just chill out Mm -hmm. nothing bad's gonna happen and nothing bad did happen but the reason that we had decided to get the hash was because we were going to be spending 420 in nice ooh and so we were exploring nice which was kind of a weird city to be a tourist in didn't have like a lot of youth nightlife and stuff like that but for 420 we were like okay let's go to a park and we'll smoke a spliff and you know chill out and so we just looked at a map and it was like, oh, well, this is a large green area. And we hiked across the city. And as it turned out, it was like kind of like more like a national park. It was like these where the ancient steps had been built into the mountainside. Where, like we're like we're early agrarian cool. culture in the Mediterranean. Was. <laughs> and so basically we hiked up to the top of the like the top of the bay is that what that's i don't know like up to the top of this mountain and we were just like at 420 on 420 in france like looking out over the mediterranean on a cliff smoking a spliff with this weed
0: so worth risking your your freedom for Well,
2: I guess so, but like now, it's le- it's like oh, almost exactly ten years yeah. later, and I would not do that now. I don't think in that I would not approach that in that same way. I don't think so. <laughs>
0: International weed stories.
1: And mine's less of a story and just, like, a quick, quick little thing. I just had an 8-year-old try to sell me weed in Costa Rica. <laughs> Costa Rica? <laughs> he came up to me on the beach. I was just, like, sitting there, like, having a drink. And he held out, like, he was selling little trinkets. Like, he had, like, necklaces with carved toucans that were, like, whistles on them. And he held out a necklace, and he was just, like, and he didn't, all he said was, weed, cocaine? <laughs> and I just looked at him, and I was, looked him in the eye, and I was just, like... I, Kayla you can't buy weed from a kid like you can't No. You can't do that so I was like no thank you and then um, I was also just kind of nervous about you know buying weed it was like my first day there I was still kind of having had some travel anxiety and then on the last day of the trip I was like you know what I, I would love some weed and a little kid came up to me selling those little necklaces and he held out the necklace and I was like yeah I'll take one and I was just kind of waiting for him to offer me. and he didn't and now I just have one of those little necklaces it's a little toucan whistle it's probably for the best yeah I do not I would not be proud of myself if I had bought weed from a kid (laughs) I find
0: I've traveled quite a bit and since that's been legalized in Washington and my little kind of go-to phrase it when people try to sell me weed when I'm abroad is like I go it's legal from where I'm from And I'm not risking life and limb for some dirt-ass weed. And they usually leave me alone after that.
2: (laughs) Also, like, when... I don't know. Something I wanted to say earlier that I forgot to say is, like, when we're talking about all this stuff and legalization, and then I go on social media, I I also remember, like, about all of our weed friends out there who are in prohibition states and, like, have to be doing thi- like not getting it like we're saying from a place where it's legal or like able to tell what strains and stuff they're getting so like i don't know we see you guys too and we love you a lot and um
0: we'll all get there someday i think someday so too. i think that's hopefully in the future near future sorry to completely
2: derail our stories you did not that's all right we are
1: out of time sadly listeners Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Check out our new website, stonerchickspodcast.com. Join Grace's email list. (laughs) (laughs) stonerchickspodcast
2: at gmail.com. What? We've got stonerchickspodcast on Instagram. And we would really, really, really love you to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Thank you
0: so much, seriously.
1: (laughs) Hey, Steph, uh, what does, uh, what do we always say?
0: Um, pull up the chair, little owlets, and listen to the stoner girl story.
2: Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and A.J. Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stonerchickspodcast.